winning the game by not playing at all. How do you win the game without playing at all? Sometimes in life, depending on the type of people that you're dealing with or the person that you're dealing with, what they're dealing with, some people's manipulative game is to actually just get you to play the game with them and try to win. Because as long as you're playing the game, even when you think that you're doing something that will surely win, if you're playing with a manipulative person, then the whole point is to get you to play the game. The point is that you can't actually win because winning will be held against you. Your point of view, your perspective will always be turned on you and it will always be held against you. No matter how much you try to clarify, it will always be turned around as judgment. It will always be misrepresented and turned around and used to manipulate you. That's the whole point, is that you did something that gave the other person artillery, so you played the game. So sometimes, whether you're dealing with someone you're in a relationship with intimately, or whether it's a boss, or whether it's a family member, I don't care if it's your mother or father, <laughs> sometimes the way to win the game with people that play, that play, with people that play emotional manipulative games is to not play the game at all. When somebody gaslights your reality, and if you've never heard of the term gaslighting, that means when you state your reality to someone to try to express how you feel, and when they deny that as real, oh no, you don't feel that way, or you can't feel that way, or you don't have the right to feel that way. That's called gaslighting. So when somebody gaslights you and denies your reality, then if you're a person who is self-reflective and you defend yourself, then you're actually playing into the game by defending yourself. Because a person who is gaslighting you or a person that is denying your reality or the person who is playing this emotionally manipulative game, um, their whole goal is to just throw you off balance. So they'll say the wildest things to, just to trigger a response. They'll say anything that will trigger a response from you. So the way to win the game is to not play the game at all. If you're a person that where, you know, it matters to you that other people really deeply understand you and you're a person that is an empath and has a hard time dealing with people not liking you and that kind of thing or not understanding you, then what you'll find is that all your integrity, all your clarity, all your desire to just be clear and to clarify and to just set things straight are all wasted efforts. 
The thing is, if you're dealing with a healthy person who thinks rationally and reasonably and thinks, you know, in the normal fashion, then those kind of traits work to your advantage, being self-reflective, you know, having the ability to be objective and, you know, self-reflecting, having the ability to be wrong and the, to be humble about it and that kind of thing. But with a person that's manipulative, all those good traits are used against you. What you do or say can and will be held against you. So, sometimes, and this can be applied to so many things in life, you know. This saying of sometimes the way to win the game is to not play it at all. So many things that we could apply that to. But for right now, as far as this particular message, you know, this is just about it being one of those things where when, when you're dealing with people that you have figured out after watching patterns that you know that you're not crazy, but they're trying to make it seem like nothing's wrong. This is when to defend yourself or to try to further clarify means you're actually playing the game, even though you think you're winning the game. Hello, Lisa. How are you? Thank you so much for hanging out. Marvin Mohorns. Kurt Scott. What's happening, family? I know you can't really see me. But right now, all you need to do is to hear me. <laughs> in so many different places in life, I think everybody has at least one person in their life who is emotionally manipulative. I will go out on a limb and say everybody at least has one person that's like that because whether it be a narcissistic person or someone that's passive-aggressive, you know, People that suffer from these kind of things are, you know, all around because there's different circumstances that create this. And so, like I said, if you're a person who cares or is empathetic, then all your good traits are used against you. All the things that you are doing, thinking that you can win the game or at least bring harmony and clarity, those things can and will be used against you in real life. So don't play the game. So, yeah, that's essentially just what was on my heart in thinking about it. And I just kind of felt like I came up with a, a simplistic way to be able to just kind of remember it, to apply it. All right, peoples. I'm going to go ahead and sign off, but drop me your thoughts and let me know what your experience is of that, or if you have any thoughts about that. Let me know about, you know, scenarios in your life, if you are open to it, of situations where you, like, you realize that someone was being emotionally manipulative, and at first they had you. At first you thought they were being authentic. You thought that they were being real. But 
then at some point you realize like, no, wait a minute. This person is actually trying to manipulate me and I've been enabling it because I'm so forgiving or because I'm so passive or because I'm an empath, you know, so I've been just kind of letting it go. But this person has actually been manipulating me the whole time. I'm realizing that now the more I study psychotherapy, you know, I'm realizing that every day, like I'm I'm talking to people where I'm realizing the healthy people in my life who really have my best interests at heart. They really care about my feelings. They really have room for my feelings and opinion. And I have room for theirs. And there's a mutual respect. And, you know, there's no um, manipulation or misrepresenting. And then other people who, like, damn near every word that come out of, comes out of their mouth is, like, immediately... <laughs> They're creating a, an alternate reality in order to try to manipulate the conversation or, you know, manipulate me in some way, you know. And the thing I realize about these traits is that, you know, as human beings, one of the, one of the main things that we do is we we cater to what's going to get us results like it's, it's what I call the crying baby syndrome. You know, a baby doesn't make a choice to cry. It's just a natural reflex. The baby learns how to murmur and make noises. And then at some point, you know, through certain noises, it realizes that that's how it gets love, attention. It gets fed. It, it's made to be, uh, you know, feel safe. Um, like it's his only, <laughs> it's his only mecha mechanism of communication. So I would argue in what I've been studying with the brain that like there's there's no point where it switches over from intentional manipulation to just plain reflex. So I call it the crying baby. Uh, crying baby. Respect, Kurt. I appreciate you. Kamel Byron. True. What's up, homie? Long time, man. Sherry Hunt. How are you? How's everything going, family? So I would argue that, um, yeah, there's no place where the reflex of a crying baby switches from it just being a natural reflex to manipulation. It's like a blurred line. So I say that because that's that's essentially how we are as human beings. We only gear our actions towards the things that's going to get us results, and we don't toward the things that aren't going to get us results. We don't look at them as necessarily good or bad because they're just feeling. So honestly, they're just neutral from the beginning. And then outwardly from there, based on our agreements as far as morality, you know, determines what category it falls in, whether it's um, quote unquote right or wrong or something that's acceptable or not, or something that's beneficial or not. So that's just what it is. That's just how it flows. Um, you know, but with that, yeah, that comes with a responsibility. And I'm noticing that, like, wow. I mean, there are some people that have gotten so used to being emotionally manipulative with their words that it's literally on autopilot. You know, and I've started to learn, like, a lot of the signs of different personality disorders like narcissism and passive aggressiveness and all this kind of stuff even though I don't think being passive aggressive is considered disorder but 
I consider a disorder because it's disorderly, <laughs> you know. Um, and if and it's interesting because I realized in as recently as today, or I was reminded as I've come through a time of learning a lot about our different personalities, I realized that even more clearly today, like a passive aggressive personality that I had dealt with for years, that I didn't. I didn't know how to put it in words, but I knew what I was experiencing and I knew that I wasn't crazy and I knew that it was uncomfortable and I knew that it was weird because in the case where I was experiencing it with it, with it was with a kid, you know, and that seemed odd to me because I was a much older man, but passive aggressiveness, you know, toward a personality that's not passive aggressive or that's empathetic or that's not confrontational is going to just cause a clash no matter what your age is. So just like learning the signs, you know, listening to the manipulative signs and yeah, we just, we just do what's going to get us results. So there's healthy habits and unhealthy habits, you know, and so there's a way of communicating where you're really communicating with someone, you're not playing games with them, you have their best interests at heart, you're empathetic and that kind of thing. And then there's a completely different type of communication, you know? So that's why I simplified it to just sometimes the way to win the game is to not play this shit to begin with. And it came up in me just thinking about times when we where there's a splitting hair difference between doing things that would win a normal game when you're playing with normal people but when you're playing with somebody who's not normal or who's not well or who's suffering from their own ego or pride or whatever it it has the reverse effect all your actions that you're doing to try to make the situation better are only being used as artillery against you to be able to blame you even more or to be able to gaslight you and deny your reality even more or to be able to hold up a different case against you or create a different, you know, alternate reality. And who are the people that are most prone to this? It's actually the smarter people. The more intelligent you are, the more you fall victim to this because it plays on your intelligence. There's a high level of emotional manipulation that plays on higher IQs, higher intelligences, people who are reflective, people who aren't surface level thinkers and who take things deeply. So anyway, yeah, the ramble goes on. (laughs) All right, people, I appreciate you all. Just some thoughts that was on my mind. Um, Yeah, I'm curious as to what your reflections are. And as always, respect and much love. I appreciate you all. Peace.